On today's episode of Stories from Central Mass Podcast, Vendor Etiquette. If you or someone you love are at a grocery store and are standing directly in the way of a vendor trying to put product on a shelf, yet you have the audacity to complain and scowl, well, you're just not a good person and you should brush your teeth. Thank you. Oh, hey, B, this is going to be great. I haven't been to a bees game in a long time. Look at the garden. The garden looks great. It's crowded out here. Oh, I can't wait to go inside, B. Dude, I'm super stoked about going to the game. I haven't been to one in a while myself. But, dude, what's that crowd of people over there doing? What's going on? B, I don't know. Let's go take a look. All right, let's go. Dude. That's fucking Macho Man. Dude, Macho Man Randy Savage is over there taking pictures with people. B, we gotta get over there. I wasn't much of a Macho Man fan. I was more, I was, uh, Hulk Hogan was my favorite, but B, I know you want your picture taken with him. Let's get over there. Yeah, dude, come on. Come on, let's go. Macho Man, Macho Man, dude, can I have my picture taken with you? Ooh, yeah, that's right, the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion of the World is out here in front of the Boston Garden, giving pictures away, that's right, ooh, yeah. Buggy, take my take my picture. You got it, Bry. Macho Man, lean in a little closer, get close to B. Oh, look at you, B. B, you are, B, you're just as tall as Macho Man. <laughs> oh, cool, B, that's cool, that's a good pick, B. B, can, can Macho Man, can I, can I have one with you, too? B, yeah, B, you take a picture. Okay. Macho man, how about I look like, how about I put you in a headlock like I'm punking you down? <laughs> ah. Ooh, I don't think so. That's right. Nobody punks down the macho man. Here, how about I put you in a headlock? Here, B, take a picture of this. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Can you feel it, buddy? Ah, macho man, listen. That's my neck. Ah, my ball, my face a little close to your balls, Macho Man. Ah, I think they, I think they just grazed my face. Ah, you know, like a, like a, like a, oh, okay, thanks you, thanks for the picture, Macho Man. Foggy, dude, I got a picture of you. Your ball, your face is so close to Macho Man's balls. It's hilarious, dude. This is a great night. The Bruins game, Macho Man. Me, watch this, Macho Man. You sucked at SummerSlam. I had an old boss that was a bit of a know-it-all Commented on everything even if he had no idea what he was talking about I have blue eyes He had brown Says to me Isn't it true Mike That it's Blue eyes are more sensitive to the light It's tougher to see when it's bright out Than with brown eyes Now maybe an an innocent enough question to ask How the fuck do I know I've never looked through brown eyes And you're still listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast if you haven't given up yet. Imagine if it was socially acceptable to carry your phone on your belt. You know, maybe even your keys, a jackknife. Hell, even a fanny pack. You know, a little little fumpa pouch in the front there for your whatnots, your sunglasses and everything. Hell, maybe even a full Batman utility belt. These are just some of my guilty pleasures. But as a 46 and a half year old man I suppose some of these things are on the horizon but I should just know my role as a middle aged American of the blue collar persuasion 
And even that doesn't really matter. Is there a better feeling than cutting your lawn? Even if you wear pants, your shitty pair of shoes, some tall socks, and you still get stung by a bee right on your ankle. You just bite down, smile, and say, happy 4th of July. All right, that was ridiculous, but nevertheless, damn, my ankle hurts. Oh, just before that, though, it was a good time, and I was cutting the lawn. I think I was, I don't know, maybe I was bit by a cobra or something, you know, could be. I mean, I don't know, Massachusetts, cobras, you know, whatever, Cobra Kai, fuck it. I find it ironic if I actually knew what finding something ironic really meant in the uh, English dictionary, but nevertheless... By the way, it's a drinking game on this podcast. Every time I say nevertheless, you should tell your kids to go to bed. Um, or, or take a shot, one or the other. Um, it, it's weird, man. I, I get my hair cut, and then I get motivated to cut the lawn. One and the same. I have a coconut smile. When I was a kid, my mom was a hairdresser. Like... Thursday through Saturday, she was a hairdresser. And then, uh, no, no, Thursday, yeah. Thursday through Saturday, she was a hairdresser. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, she was at home. So it was pretty nice. But as a result, my mom would cut my hair until I was like 13. Even after she had become a teacher's aide and then an occupational therapist or whatever, she was still cutting my hair. What we do is we take the uh, hamper out of the laundry room, put it out on the back porch, or when we lived on in a three-decker, we'd put it on the back porch. And even sometimes in the driveway, and she cut my hair. A lot of mullets, but nevertheless. So I was a little behind the eight ball as a young man getting my hair cut at a barber. My dad brought me to an Italian barber. I was, like, I was probably like eight, like one time, to get a butch. My mom's like, don't shave his head completely. I can't handle it. I'm like, <laughs> whatever, my, you know. So I go into the barber shop, I'm a little boy, and get my head shaved, and they just leave this big clump of hair in the front. I started to have a panic attack. It might be the first one I ever had. And old Giuseppe says to me, uh, in a broken uh, Italian English accent, no, you don't like? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> so he shaved it all off. I nodded, and I had my first butch. So now I get, now I, uh, I, I get my hair cut, I don't know when. I shouldn't drink and cut the lawn. I was going to say something that didn't make any sense earlier, but I'd just like to give a big shout-out to uh, Cello, my barber. Cello the god, to be exact. He's the man. He's at True Penny Barbershop down off of Shrewsbury Street over near Via, the Italian table. Quite the man. Back to the bee sting. Remember when you were a kid and there were three things you were afraid of when you were outside? Bee stings, poison ivy, and I don't know, grizzly bears? I don't know what the third thing is, but bee stings and poison ivy. They still haunt me to this day. I just got stung again, dude. I haven't been stung in 30 years. I can remember being a little kid walking through the backyard and stepped on some like clover blooms clover blooms what the hell is a clover bloom it's a little white flower and you know you because my dad didn't treat the lawn we want the rabbits to eat it right so you let the grass grow you let the little whatever's green as long as it's green you know walking through the yard and i stepped on a hornet and holy shit that hurt right on my toe 
Then I was opening our little barn we had. It wasn't really a barn, it was a shed, but it had barn doors. And I was getting my bike out and one stung me on the elbow. Right on the bone of the elbow, dude. Yikes, that hurt. Did I say yikes? Jinkies. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I love my podcast. I just wish people listened. It's a beautiful day today, man. I'm out here cutting the yard, cutting the grass in the yard. I gotta move a whole... I, you know what I gotta do? I gotta, I gotta like, do more than just cut the lawn. I, I gotta get the weed whacker. I bought a weed whacker at Low, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, wherever the hell it was. It was a DeWalt. You know, already named brand. I'm gonna just stick with the brand because some TikTok or... I say TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. Well, I do. I just abandoned it because it was creepy. But I have a... You know, in the reels, someone's like making fun of uh, Ryobi. So I was like, "Well, well, is that, is, is, does, does that does that make fun of me if I buy Ryobi?" So I get the Walter Black and Decker because you know, I wear a flat brim hat. No, I don't. I, I curve my hat. But I bought this weed whacker and I never got the fucking battery. It was like, oh, it was a nice price, whatever the fuck it was, 150, whatever. Oh, it's a nice weed whacker. It's Dewalt. Yeah, I went and bought it and didn't read anything about it. Brought it home. Don't come with a fucking battery. The battery's another said price. So I never put it together, which is just putting the handle on it. It's all down in my basement. But as I will tell you right now, and I will tell you forever, my dad said to me as a kid, you don't need a fucking weed whacker. Or as my wife calls it from upstate New York, a weed eater. A weed eater to me is, I don't know what the fuck that is. But anyway, he'd tell me, like a true barber, you should be able to go out there with one blade and do the whole lawn. Nevertheless, drink. <laughs> I've hit some stumps and some bumps along the way, but I'll 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 take the lawnmower. I got a big bump in the yard. Not you know bump a stump whatever, and I'll lift the lawnmower up and I'll set it down over it and just cut whatever I can. I'm not telling you I'm Hercules and I'm gonna pick it up and start edging the edging the uh, shrubs, but I probably should. Jesus Christ, look at that thing. My entire rose bush has been taken over by these vines. I'm sure you know what these vines are. I heard they were from uh, some assholes back in the day brought these vines from Asia so they could climb their houses and stuff and do whatever. All they're doing is choking out everything, including themselves. I have these vines that are just wrapping around themselves and just reaching out to nothing. Isn't this riveting? Isn't this riveting? Uh. Don't drink and cut your lawn and talk into a fucking microphone so did anybody like last week's episode that was me and Vin or as I like to call him Vince because he doesn't like that he doesn't hate it but he's like no no no. I'm Vincent or Vin Vinny and I'm like or Vin I'm like no you're Vince (laughs) oh excuse me I'm cutting the lawn and it also kills me because like you just pollen and said things but you know what's cool? I have these tall hemlock trees. You know what's not cool about them? They don't have any solid roots, so they always tip over and fall in my house and garage. Oh, by the way, I don't have a garage anymore because in a matter of two years, I had three trees hit my house and nine, count them, nine trees fall on my garage. That was two trips from the guy that cuts down trees. I don't remember what their name was. Shout out to him. They did a great job. But I still have these hemlocks which Vinny told me has, uh, or Vince told me has uh, shallow roots. So they tend to fall over. I'm like, well, they didn't fall over from the ground. They just snapped. 
Can you hear the birds? Makes me smile. Before I get uh, sidestepped or pass blocked, <clears throat> again, I'm sorry. Th those snorts don't have anything to do with reality. I, they just happen. Um, you battle with stress, you battle with anxiety with your job. Whether you go to an office, which I really can't speak on. I'm just going to add you in. Or you go and do your blue collar job, which I have a little bit of experience with in my said field. Go outside, go for a walk. You feel better. By that I mean I was just cutting my lawn. I'm sitting outside in the sun. I got a hat on to shade me. I got my sunglasses on. I even have long pants. Didn't stop me from getting stung by a bee, but I kind of relish it. Feels good. Go outside, kids. Unplug. It's ironic that I would tell you that because I have a podcast. And I want you to listen to it. And I even hear other podcasts about people complaining about being online. I'm like, dude, your podcast is online. Where the hell are people going to get it from? By the way, right now I'm leaning on my garbage bin. So the aroma does not really go with the uh, ambiance. But, fuck it, right? Go outside. Go for a walk. Go for a fucking walk. Breathe and feel better. It'd be shocking. Ooh, there's that fucking bee again. Can you hear him? All right. I gotta go fight him hand to hand. Oh, that was gross. There wasn't a bee. It was a fucking fly. All right. Nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless. Do you have any words that your dad says that you don't really know why you use them? You always made fun of him for using them? But yet you do, you, 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 yet you say them out loud to other people. You hear yourself say them and you're like, oh shit, there we go. Nevertheless, if you told me to write that in a definition, I'd be like, uh, nev nevertheless, just, I'd just write it and be like, figure it out. You know, did I stutter? <sighs> Yikes. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Can you hear the outdoors? It's a great day. And if you're not having a great day, I'm sorry that you got to hear this. And you probably already shut it off, but you're still listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast. I love how long the name of this fucking podcast is. It's almost like my cousin's old band, Force Fed Shovel Head. <laughs> or Toad the Wet Sprocket. Or I don't fucking know. It's just babbling. Should we still call songs from the 70s classic rock? Hear me out. When I was a kid in the 80s, my dad bought a 1967 GTO. And when your car reached 20 years old, it was considered a classic. And when it reached 25, it was an antique. Now, to me, an antique is like a train, you know, a Model T a ball of yarn, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. But if we're going to follow those rules and call it classic rock, I'm not even talking about Nirvana and Pearl Jam. That was 30 years ago. 30 fucking plus years ago. What's 20 years ago now? 
All right, it's 2023, so that would be 2003. I was already out of the game, not understanding what was relevant. Just things to listen. Wait, what's that? Disregard the last remark. This goes out to... Uh, should I should I name the fans of the podcast? <laughs> As if there were any. Um, so should I name the daiquiris? Anything else than the daiquiris? And uh, perhaps my sister. And maybe other people. I, I don't know. Should we call them... Ah, fuck it. Well, I may be... Uh closing out this podcast right now well this episode I gotta cut the backyard and I still have to move some chairs and I still gotta go clean the bathrooms in my house because you know that happens dishes don't do themselves and oh I think I hear the ice cream man is there an ice cream man coming up my yard my, my, my street no he's not no that's just a Loretta cruising down Main Street. My eye has been twitching out of control. I've been exhausted for the last three weeks. I'm not trying to brag. In fact, I'm kind of pissed and upset. I work 12 hours a fucking day, dude. 12 to 13 hours a day. That is, that's ridiculous. Because it's not like I'm getting overtime. It's just straight pay. You should say to me, Mike, you're stupid. Find another job. I know. But that's what's been happening. So I come home the other day, my eyeball is twitching and glitching. I, it's not twitching, because I've had my, my eyelid twitch before. But my eyeball is glitching. Like, doing something weird. My wife's like, you're exhausted. You need to find a new job. Then you get, you, 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 how do you tell someone you're in a rut? How do you tell someone, I've been doing this for so long, thinking that things were going to change, and they didn't? And then on the other hand, you say to yourself, well, isn't the uh, definition of insane doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Maybe I didn't even say that right, but I think you got the gist. Easy to tell other people to do. To do. But it's not always easy to actually do. The awkward silences on the podcast I get anxious about. They're not long, and sometimes I erase things when I say them. I go through most of my day with a headphone in one ear, going from store to store, listening to podcasts about other people basically killing time to make money on the air. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they suck, but I'm there for you. Life is about change. Life is about making your way in the world. Today takes everything you got. <sighs> the rest of the song is relevant, but I'm not going to sing it.
Maybe I should build a birdhouse. I built a birdhouse once. I had some scrap wood at work when I worked for my father. He said, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I don't know, it's the middle of the winter and no one's buying windows, so I'm going to build a birdhouse out of this crate. He's like, all right, you'll, you'll, you'll do something, speaking of birdhouses, do something more productive. I'm like, okay. So I started sweeping the floor and then my dad grabbed the birdhouse. He started working on it. We never put it out. We never hung it up. But we built this birdhouse. It sat on the glass cutting table because we made windows and glass for like three months. And then someone who was cleaning the shop threw it out. But we had a good time building it. So as I say to you and I say to everybody crossing the street, look both ways. And this has been Stories from Central Mass Podcast. And if you listen this long, well, thank you. I'd say something smart-ass, but I'm standing next to a garbage can that smells like, well, a garbage can. Shake hands. Look people in the eye. Say thank you. Be sarcastic, but don't be a fucking asshole. Thank you.